Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Ezekiel and we're in chapter 13. This chapter is entitled, False Prophets Condemned. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are now prophesying. Say to those who prophesy out of their own imagination, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets, O Israel, are like jackals among ruins. You have not gone up to the breaks in the wall to repair it for the house of Israel so that it will stand firm in the battle on the day of the Lord. Their visions are false, their divinations a lie. They say, the Lord declares, when the Lord has not sent them, yet they expect their words to be fulfilled. Have you not seen false visions and uttered lying divinations when you say, the Lord declares, though I have not spoken? Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because of your false words and lying visions, I am against you, declares the sovereign Lord. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and utter lying divinations. They will not belong to the council of my people or be listed in the records of the house of Israel, nor will they enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. Because they lead my people astray, saying peace when there is no peace, and because when a flimsy wall is built, they cover it with whitewash. Therefore, tell those who cover it with whitewash that it is going to fall. Rain will come in torrents, and I will send hailstones hurtling down, and violent winds will burst forth. When the wall collapses, will people not ask, Where? is the whitewash you covered it with. So this whitewash is making the wall look more secure than it is. So in verse 13, it says, Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. In my wrath, I will unleash a violent wind, and in my anger, hailstones and torrents of rain will fall with destructive fury. I will tear down the wall you have covered with whitewash and will level it to the ground so that its foundation will be laid bare. When it falls, you will be destroyed in it, and you will know that I am the Lord. So will I spend my wrath against the wall and against those who covered it with whitewash. I will say to you, the wall is gone, and so are those who whitewashed it. Those prophets of Israel who prophesied to Jerusalem and saw visions of peace for her when there was no peace, declares the sovereign Lord. So here these false prophets are saying things that are not of the Lord. They are making something that is weak look like it is something that is strong. Something that is false look like something that is true. Now Ezekiel speaks more about this in chapter 22, but I want to flip ahead to the book of Matthew when Jesus is referring to these hypocrites. If we pick up in the book of Matthew chapter 23, verse 25, it says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed. And self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, then the outside will also be clean. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside... You are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. 
And so back in Ezekiel chapter 13, in regard to that whitewashing, the Lord says, I will tear down the walls you have covered with whitewash. You look one way on the outside, but are entirely different on the inside. Now picking up in verse 17, Now, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own imagination. Prophesy against them and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the women who sew magic charms on all their wrists and make veils of various lengths for their heads in order to ensnare the people. Will you ensnare the lives of my people but preserve your own? You have profaned me among my people for a few handfuls of barley and scraps of bread. By lying to my people who listen to lies, you have killed those who should not have died and have spared those who should not have lived. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against your magic charms with which you ensnare people like birds, and I will tear them from your arms. I will set free the people that you ensnare like birds. I will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands, and they will no longer fall prey to your power. Then you will know that I am the Lord, because you disheartened the righteous with your lies when I brought them no grief, and because you encouraged the wicked not to turn from their evil ways and so save their lives. Therefore you will no longer see false visions or practice divination. I will save my people from your hands, and then you will know that I am the Lord. Now we move on to chapter 14, which is entitled, Idolaters Condemned. Some of the elders of Israel came to me and sat down in front of me. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, these men have set up idols in their hearts and put wicked stumbling blocks before their faces. Should I let them inquire of me at all? Therefore speak to them and tell them this is what the sovereign Lord says. When any Israelite sets up idols in his heart and puts a wicked stumbling block before his face and then goes to a prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him myself in keeping with his great idolatry. I will do this to recapture the hearts of the people of Israel who have all deserted me for their idols. Therefore say to the house of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says, repent, turn from your idols and renounce all your detestable practices. He goes on to say, when any Israelite or alien separates himself from the Lord and sets up an idol, an idol in his heart or a stumbling block before his face, he says, I will set my face against that man and make him an example and a byword. I will cut him off from my people. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet is enticed to utter a prophecy, I, the Lord, have enticed that prophet and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel. They will bear their guilt. The prophet will be as guilty as the one who consults him. Then the people of Israel will no longer stray from me, nor will they defile themselves anymore with all their sins. They will be my people, and I will be their God, declares the Lord. Now moving on to verse 12, it's entitled, Judgment is Inescapable. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, if a country sins against me by being unfaithful and I stretch out my hand against it to cut off its food supply and send famine upon it and kill its men and their animals, even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they could only save themselves by their righteousness, declares the sovereign Lord. 
So he's talking about such an unfaithful people that even if men as righteous as Noah, Daniel, and Job were among them, their righteousness would only be enough to save themselves, not any of the unfaithful men in this country. Or if I send wild beasts through that country and leave it childless and it becomes so desolate that no one can pass through it because of the beasts, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, even if these three men were in it, they could not save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved, but the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword against that country and say, let the sword pass through the land and I will kill its men and their animals as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, even if these three men were in it, they could not save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved. Or if I send a plague into that land and pour out my wrath upon it through bloodshed, killing its men and their animals as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, even if Noah Daniel and Job were in it. They could save neither son nor daughter. They would save only themselves by their righteousness. So clearly the Lord is going to an extreme measure to show how unrighteous that these people are today. That the most righteous men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, could only save themselves through their righteousness. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, How much worse will it be when I send against Jerusalem my four dreadful judgments, sword and famine, and wild beasts and plague, to kill its men and their animals. Yet there will be some survivors, sons and daughters who will be brought out of it. They will come to you, and when you see their conduct and their actions, you will be consoled regarding the disaster I have brought upon Jerusalem, every disaster I have brought upon it. You will be consoled when you see their conduct and their actions, for you will know that I have done nothing in it without cause declares the Lord. Basically, you will know and understand why the judgment was rendered. Now moving on to chapter 15. It's entitled Jerusalem, a useless vine. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, how is the wood of a vine better than that of a branch on any of the trees in the forest? Is wood ever taken from it to make anything useful? Do they make pegs from it to hang things on? And after it is thrown on the fire as fuel, and the fire burns both ends and chars the middle, is it then useful for anything? If it was not useful for anything when it was whole, how much less can it be made into something useful when the fire has burned it and charred it? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, As I have given the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest as fuel for fire, so I will treat the people living in Jerusalem. I will set my face against them. Although they have come out of the fire, the fire will yet consume them. And when I set my face against them, you will know that I am the Lord. I will make the land desolate because they have been unfaithful, declares the sovereign Lord. And that ends chapter 15. We'll pick up next time in Ezekiel chapter 16.